Welcome back to the Startup Showdown podcast, where we discuss pitching, funding, and scaling startups. Join us as we interview winners, mentors, and judges of the monthly $120,000 pitch competition powered by Panoramic Ventures. We also discuss the latest updates in software, Web3, healthcare tech, fintech, and more. Now sit tight as we interview this week's guest and their journey through entrepreneurship. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Startup Showdown, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Panoramic Ventures. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Startup Showdown, we have Jason Burchard with RootNote. Welcome, Jason. Hey, Lee. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about RootNote. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so we're, we're building a, a business intelligence product for digital creators. There are over 640 million people in the world uh, with over 1,000 followers of what you would consider to be um, nano-influencers. And we live in this crazy world today where literally anybody can build a brand around digital content. Um, one of the things that we've kind of recognized over the, the past few years is that uh, these creative businesses, they basically operate at the intersection of creativity, um, which is obviously paramount to the business, and then data. And as you can imagine, uh, the vast majority of, of creators who are building brands around their content, they're, they're not data scientists, they're not data analysts, but they have to use it in their day-to-day uh, business. So we, uh, we're building a SaaS product that makes data analytics and intelligence um, accessible to literally anyone and, and helps digital creators make better decisions using data. Now, historically, hasn't I mean, if people have been talking about data, big data. You know, this conversation has been going on for a long, long time in that regard. But when you kind of um, add on, add on the creator piece, and that creator is, and I'm sure you've cast a wide net on who a creator is, right? That could be a musician, that could be an artist, that could be a blogger. Like there, that that term fits a lot of folks. How do you? Um, help them not only just capture the data, but make kind of actionable decisions based on the data, because the data is, has always been there. It's just a matter of how do you find what's important and kind of ignore what's not important and not get distracted by things that seem important, but probably aren't important. That's a great point, Lee. It's, it's one of the challenges that we're, we're kind of faced with in, in 2022 is that there is a ton of data that's available. Huge corporations have been facing this forever and the reality is that anyone who's trying to build a business around their content, plus e-commerce and everything else, they have to be paying attention to um, social media numbers, engagement across multiple platforms. Uh, if you are a podcast or you're creating music, you've got to be paying attention to who's listening to you on Spotify or Apple or Pandora, or all of the different content streaming sites. If you're a live streamer, you're looking at what your average watch time and view time is on Twitch. There are all of these very complex analytics that factor into the business that ultimately you need to understand when kind of looking at, you know, what's actually driving revenue, you know, when at wherever we're looking at somebody's Shopify, their e-commerce platform, or their MailChimp email list, really understanding kind of what those metrics are. And you really hit the nail on the head there. The, the question is, you know, how do you actually make all of this data actionable? And one of the things that we realized early on is because data is all over the place, it's really, really hard to even understand where to begin. 
Uh, so the, the first step in what we're first kind of solving is, is just that challenge of getting all of this data into one place, just like any other company or business would, would need. And the second part of that is making data actionable. And one of the first things that we're doing there is we're helping creators build out their suite of products and services or what we're calling their creator stack. Um, as you can imagine, there is so much information out there about different products and platforms and services. And anyone running a you know, small to medium-sized business can tell you how overwhelming that process can be. So the first thing that we're doing is using data um, and generating uh, basically the ability and kind of telling people what other platforms and products and services that they can look towards that will help them. Uh, from there, we're diving deeper into engagement um, analytics, benchmarking. Uh, one of the fundamental questions that we want to enable every user to be able to answer um, is just simply, is this working? And I, I challenge you to ask the vast majority of creators if they can tell you whether or not you know, a particular um, strategy is or isn't working without really diving into that data. Um, so that's you know, moving beyond just kind of the, the, the stack building. We're getting into uh, more of the uh, kind of prescriptive and uh, predictive analytics when it comes to uh, forecasting future earnings and, and understanding um, what some of those kind of key revenue drivers are. Um, and eventually, obviously, we'll, we'll be going full circle and bringing in um, cost data as well so that we can start looking at ROI on various marketing campaigns and initiatives. But it all starts at one place, and that's, that's getting the information into a centralized location. So um, how did this um, problem get on your radar to solve? Like, what's your backstory? How did this uh, subject matter uh, become of interest for you? So if you would have asked me uh, five years ago if I would be building a, a SaaS platform, I would have told you, no way. Um, I actually started my career uh, in, in consulting, later worked in uh, social impact venture capital. And based on my two experiences, uh, experiences in those areas, uh, I got really fascinated by this idea of building an equity-based investment model for investing in creators like you startups. Uh, so my initial kind of uh, objective with being an entrepreneur was to help scale a more capital-efficient model for um, kind of supporting you know, creative entrepreneurs. Uh, what we learned in that process was that, was that there's this huge, huge challenge with data. Um, you know, creators were building very complex businesses around multiple recurring income streams and nobody had a great picture of, you know, their, their kind of company when it come, came to data. Um, so that's kind of what inspired us. We, we were actually looking for a solution ourselves uh, to help kind of consolidate all this data as I was doing uh, due diligence and, you know, trying to help our portfolio companies understand how they were doing. And we couldn't find anything out there in the market. Um, and once we realized that this was a, a really large problem um, that, you know, we weren't facing alone and then no one had built a solution yet. Um, we, we decided that it'd be a good opportunity for us to take that on. Now, when you're dealing with creators, you're not dealing typically with, um, you know, the hyper-technical person. This is a person that, uh, you know, wants to create something and wants to focus primarily in their dream of dreams to be a creator and not be a data scientist, like you said. Are you able to, is your platform or do you aspire for your platform to be something where that this creative person can say, you know what, if I push on these three levers, I am going, my dream will come true. You know, or if I avoid this lever over here, that's going to be better than than doing something else. Like I'm, it, it's simplified to the point where 
I know kind of what to do each day? Yeah, that, that's a great point. What, one of the things that we really want to be able to help people do is just understand what is and wasn't what is and what is not working. Um, because as you can imagine, the the challenge of running a, a business around content is that it's incredibly time intensive, and you really don't have a lot of bandwidth to spend on digging into the finer details. So, you know, our our mission is to make data analytics um, accessible to literally anyone and make it as easy as um, you know just plugging in your data and getting started from day one. Uh, one of our uh, advisors and investors likes to think of the product as a, um, as a data scientist in your pocket. And obviously we have a, a ways to go before we get into the full functionality and building everything that we can out with, with ML and AI. But yeah, the basic tenant is going to be using, using data to help creators make better business decisions um, in a way that's very easy to understand and use. Um, obviously, you know, we're, we're building a, a B2B product um, because we do see creators as, as small to medium-sized businesses, but um, the, the B in this case um, behaves a lot more like a C um, or a consumer. So it, the, the challenge is, is building something that is so simple and easy and intuitive to use that um, anyone is comfortable trying it, uh, but also complex and robust enough to handle um, the challenge of doing real technical um, data insights and analysis. So w- walk me through, I'm a creator. How, like, what do I do to, you know, input data into the system? And then what is kind of um, a dashboard or some of the actionable information going to look like? Yeah, so we, we think about um, data in kind of three different buckets. We think about social data, we think about streaming data, uh, which can be any type of content streaming data. And then we think about revenue data. And so as a creator, whenever you first sign up for the product, you're, you're effectively um, uh, invited to go over to the My Accounts page where uh, based on the platforms that we currently integrate with and support, you can start going down the list and connecting your accounts. Uh, this is the MVP version of our product. We're actually getting ready to launch version 2.0 of the product where in addition to connecting um, uh, accounts that you already have um, and that you are currently using, we're actually starting to build in the ability um, for us to recommend date, uh, recommend platforms um, based on what we know about your career. Uh, one, one of the other challenges that um, most creators face, and I think what a lot of intelligence and analytics platforms uh, fail to provide is context to data. Uh, so one of the things that we're doing from a very early stage is we're enabling creators to go in and set um, goals around specific uh, KPIs, uh, whether that is growing, uh, let's say, a specific social media channel like uh, TikTok or it's reaching a certain number of streamers on a platform like YouTube or Spotify or Twitch. Um, really providing context to that data so that we can also start curating content, um, specifically uh, kind of educational walkthrough content that we actually create ourselves as well on how to um, do things uh, to enhance whatever platform you're, you're targeting or going after. Uh, so those are the, the first kind of initial insights. It's providing context to data, providing education, um, around that that content, and also helping uh, creators to to build out their their um, their stacks. Uh, in the future, um, in the near future, uh, we're going to be effectively scaling some of the things that we've been doing on a manual basis. Where actually we're we've been going in and, and running um, kind of very specific analyses on creator accounts and, and making very specific recommendations. We'll be building in that into the actual tech stack itself, 
um, as we kind of continue this, this journey from our uh, pre-seed to, to seed state. So now say I'm on TikTok and that's my um, platform that I use and I'm trying to obviously grow my followers. I'm trying to monetize in some manner, um, I guess by advertising, I guess that's a typical way and say I have a million followers. All right, what is some of the information that you'd be able to glean from that? And, and what, it, like, are you going to tell me, oh, you know what, you should post, you know, 10 times a week, not seven, or you should post, try posting in the evening more, not the morning or partner with these five influencers. Like, like what type of information is going to come out of uh, your, your uh, platform? Yeah. So great question, Lee. So, um, you know, what, first and foremost, obviously uh, the engagement that we can glean from TikTok itself. So follower growth, uh, engagement data. One of the things that we've recognized from an early say in our, in our early beta tests is that the vast majority of creators, um, they don't know how they're doing relative to how they should be doing, right? So if I say, hey, Lee, you've got a 5% engagement rate on TikTok, um, you know, you're, you're sitting there thinking, okay, great. I think maybe. Is that good? Is that bad? Um, and if you're not truly familiar with the platform and how things work, um, you know, in reality, that, that's, that's not that great. You know, TikTok generally has a much higher engagement rate. Uh, however, if I said, we, you've got a 5% engagement rate on Instagram, you know, you should be jumping up and down because uh, that's, that's incredible. And so helping kind of understand, helping creators understand that question, you know, like, is what you're doing in this platform specifically working? And then if we can target those areas, like, uh, once we've identified what your engagement rate is, that is the opportunity to go in and say, "Hey, you know, you you are uh, you're doing great. You're you're com- compared to everyone else. You're you're right on track. You're 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 doing fantastically. Keep it up." Uh, or if we know that you're kind of over or under indexing based on uh, the, the data that we're seeing, we can start uh, recommending kind of areas of improvement. Now, as far as the you should post more, you should post less. I think there's some other platforms out there that are doing a great job of that. Um, we certainly do want to get into that space as well. Um, but for right now, it's more about comparing uh, your engagement rate on uh, you know, TikTok uh, compared to that to your engagement rates on Facebook and Instagram. And then looking at uh, some of your other various channels, whether that's your YouTube or, or um, uh, Twitch or Shopify store, uh, we're, we're finding that we can be most helpful right now to users who are uh, building their their content across multiple platforms um, as opposed to necessarily just one platform specifically. So you're giving me context in terms of how I'm doing relative to how others are doing in the same platform. So I can say, you know what, maybe I should invest more time here than there uh, because I'm already getting more traction there. Exactly. And, 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 you know, it's, it's one of those things if, if we uh, are able to create an account for you and then we recognize that, uh, you know, you haven't connected your email list, uh, that actually gives us an opportunity to um, start, you know, kind of telling you about other products and services, whether that's MailChimp or SendGrid or, you know, there's um, tens to hundreds of them at this point of different email list providers uh, where you can start, you know, focusing on building your brand outside of just one specific channel. Because the reality is, as a, as a, as a creator, uh, the more that you can do to own your audience or your community or your data, the, the better position you're going to be in the long haul uh, when, it, when it comes to ultimately monetizing your brand. 
Yeah, if you can figure that out and really encourage creators, I talk to them all the time. And that's one of the, my big pet peeves is you're going to have to bring as many people off any of these third-party platforms as possible mm-hmm. into your own ecosystem. <laughs> so you better figure out a way to do that. Absolutely. It, it, it is about building uh, organic, true relationships with you know a niche community. And it's it's you know, I, um, it's been said over and over again, that the value of having a thousand true fans, um, you know, a thousand true fans who are paying a hundred dollars, uh, a year, you know, it's a hundred thousand dollars a year as a creator. Um, so it's, it's one of those, it's, it's not a small opportunity for the ones who can capitalize on, um, true community and relationships. Now, um, when you built this business, you built it with your brother. Can you talk about how that came up and um, kind of maybe share some advice about uh, going on an adventure like this with a family member? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say uh, my brother, Jeremy, is is amazing, fantastic. We're very different. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why we work so well together is that we, uh, we have very different backgrounds. Jeremy has actually been a professional creator for over a decade. Um, he, uh, he's, he's got a band, he's on Spotify, YouTube. He actually just, um, completed, uh, an accelerator program run by a large creator economy focused company. Um, and he's very much a thought leader in the space. Uh, he's been a music journalist as well. And he's interviewed everyone from Leon Bridges to Taylor Swift and in between. So he is very much our kind of ideal user, um, and use case. So working with him uh, provides a level of context that I am incredibly uh, grateful for that we have. Uh, you know, he he's a frequent beta tester of a lot of new features of these different social platforms and backends um, of different products. So I think that uh, through him, we have a very good eye for the problem and lens. Um, as far as, as working together, uh, as I mentioned, we, we are very different, um, which I think lends itself well to a very um, kind of collaborative relationship. I like to describe myself as the spreadsheets and PowerPoint guy. And uh, he's, he's the, our, his technical titles are the chief creative officer. So um, he writes all of our original content and uh, everything kind of relevant to uh, the creators that we're serving. So um, as far as advice, uh, you know, I, we, I think we've, we've always had a unique relationship. Um, I think that one of the things that I've had to learn is, is, you know, not to be, uh, not to be the big brother, but to be the business partner. So, um, you know, I've, I think I've had a few missteps in that regard, but I've, I've learned over time uh, how to kind of separate the two things. And, um, you know, I think one of the, the challenges is always, you know, separating work from personal and family. And, and that's, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't think we've done a great job of that. We, most of our conversations do rely or, you know, revolve around the business, but, um, you know, trying to get better at at separating those as well. Yeah. I've done a lot of shows with family owned businesses and that dynamic, you know, of turning it off at the holidays, you know, with your family around you (laughs) or other siblings. I don't know if you have other siblings that aren't involved in the, in this, you know, it gets a little tricky and, um, you know, you have to be mindful and you have to, you know, put kind of walls around things just for your own mental health. Absolutely. And, and, you know, what you bring up about mental health is paramount because, you know, obviously you know that, um, 
there's nothing there's nothing fast about building a a, some, uh, a company or a startup together um, as as much as uh, you know we're <laughs> we're led to believe it's it's a pretty long journey. So um, it's and and I will say too it's it's been great having a you know a, a, a co-founder who you know I've had the luxury of knowing for uh, I guess thirty three years thirty two years so. Um, I, I think that there are benefits to that when you really understand how somebody works before you have an opportunity to actually work with them in a professional capacity. Yeah, I mean, you get you get the the benefit is obviously the trust is there and the watching of each other's back is there. The negative might be that sometimes you're fighting about issues that took place when you were ten, and it's just yeah. a you know kind of a a new version of that. Yeah, there there's, there can certainly be some uh, ingrained behaviors uh, from growing up together. But, um, yeah, so, so far so good. <laughs> now talk about, um, why you decided to take uh, part in startup showdown. How did that get on your radar and why was it important for you to kind of go through that process? Yeah. So we're, we're, um, we're, we're based in Nashville, Tennessee, and we're always looking obviously at different opportunities with, to work with different partners and, um, you know, obviously throughout the U S but also in the Southeast and, uh, panoramic popped up on our radars as um, an, innovative, an innovative fund uh, based out of Atlanta. And um, we kind of I stumbled upon them and then saw that they had this, uh, this startup showdown um, kind of pitching competition and seemed like a really interesting opportunity uh, for us to get out and get in front of a new audience um, and, and really just kind of, you know, test their ideas, test the pitch um, and kind of see, you know, what the general reception was to it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a great opportunity to, uh, to get out there and, you know, I was, I was thrilled to uh, hear that they were launching a podcast and kind of continue the, the narrative and the journey of, of sharing, you know, startup stories. So what was, uh, kind of the most beneficial part of the startup showdown process? Was there anything, any kind of, uh, Intel you gleaned or anything that, um, you were able to say, Oh, that's really good. Let's focus more on that or less of this. Yeah, I think I think anytime you have the opportunity to really work with a team who is used to seeing thousands and thousands of pitches and refine your pitch in front of a team, I think it's fantastic. Um, that was a great opportunity to get in front of them in, in multiple rounds and get you know constructive and helpful feedback. Uh, I think as founders, we can live in an echo chamber sometimes, um, and so it's it's nice to get that that outside perspective in a really safe and encouraging environment. Um, and then, you know, as, as far as kind of post um, pitching competition, it, it also led just to some visibility. Um, we actually met a journalist who ended up wanting to write a story about us after the, the competition. And uh, that actually ended up turning into some uh, organic relationships with uh, strategic investment partners. And, um, it, it ended up kind of really broadening our visibility in the, in the greater Atlanta area, which was, uh, fantastic for us, you know, obviously being based in Nashville. So what's next, uh, for root note, uh, what do you need more of? How can we help? Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for asking Lee. Uh, we are in the middle of actually closing out a pre-seed round right now. Um, we're getting ready to launch, uh, the second kind of iteration of our platform. So we've been experimenting with our MVP for the past year and have gotten some really incredible feedback from our early beta users. And we've been incorporating that into uh, the, the next launch of the product. So 
very excited to get that out there. Um, we uh, we're, we're getting ready to leak release a, a mobile version, which we're incredibly excited about. Um, obviously working with creators, that's, that's very important. And then, um, yeah, excited to get this uh, fundraising round kind of close so that we can uh, get back to uh, get back to building and that to, to business development. So if somebody wants to connect with you or your team or take a look at RootNote, what is the website? Yeah, the website is going to be www.rootnote.co. Uh, so that's .co. And then they are also uh, free to email me at jason at rootnote.co as well. Well, Jason, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much for giving me the time, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Startup Showdown. As always, thanks for joining us. And don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Startup Showdown podcast so you get the latest episode as it drops wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more and apply to our next Startup Showdown pitch competition, visit showdown.vc. That's showdown.vc. All right, that's all for this week. Goodbye for now. 